0: Help me welcome Kwesi Fudu Ganenda and she's the Enterprise Development Manager at uh, Tsimulohong. A very good evening to you, Kwesi. Hope you're having yourself a splendid time tonight. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Good evening. Thank you for
0: having us. It's an absolute honor. Before we get into uh, the details of it all, if you could just paint a picture for us as to what it is that uh, Hong Digital Innovation Precinct does. Who are you? What do you do?
1: Thank you. So, we are wholly owned by VETS, we are a tech digital hub, and um, how we define ourselves is we're a space where we're creating tech and digital skills through our Digital Skills Academy, our Animations um, Academy, um, but we also incubate and support entrepreneurs who are building tech and digital solutions. Um, We do that through our enterprise development programs, as well as through our makerspace where tech is created and validated by young entrepreneurs, well, young and old entrepreneurs um, who come up with ideas that solve problems.
0: As far as technology is concerned, is it a standalone practice, or is it something that really can be inculcated and used into any type of enterprise?
1: I think we have no idea um in terms of how we are in technology everywhere we are. Um it's certainly something that integrates into most things that we do and and the more we have an understanding of of the tech as well as as its purpose around us, um we can literally um fit tech into all aspects of our lives um in our business be they product or um Efficiencies or systems that we use, um, tech is everywhere around us, um, and it's, it's certainly something that very should be central um, to run our businesses. One thing for sure,
0: Quezi, is at the dawn of lockdown and, and in the advent of COVID-19, it really has become clear that companies that already had a very strong technology arm and that were already technologically advanced and savvy certainly had some sort of an edge and they still have
1: that edge now. Uh, talk to us about that that's that's very true, right? So you think of just you know anyone who's running their businesses who who was and how they were forced to in terms of providing their goods or services um fact that that was the only plan, um for people to be able to you think of um you know zoom and google meet and and all these platforms that we're using for communication. We know that communication online, um, data communication, even with us, you know, like our phones, um, it's no longer about the airtime you have now, it's about the data you have or wireless, um, services that you can access in order to, to communicate. Education, um, if you were providing education, um, physically, um, you had to pivot towards um, using a digital platform because that was the only way um, you could provide your service so i think a lot of businesses who weren't ready were either forced to um, jump on and adopt um digital means for operations um and those obviously who were already in the space they they'd already had the brand they had the infrastructure they they had the system so they were then just flying through all of this so I think COVID is certainly, um, you know, it's been a disaster. But I think it's also shown us what the potential of technology is. But I think also, most importantly, how accessible it can be. I mean, we, d- we do know that in our country, there are certain limitations to accessing certain things. But I think um, it's made us all realize how it can be such an enabler for, for inclusion. Um, and, and I think um, certainly COVID has, has kind of brought broader than, than we'd imagined before. And I must say, quiz, in addition to what you're
0: saying, you know, not only is it an essential part um, of your business, but it is an intrinsic part of one's survival looking into the future, because literally the future is here
1: right now. Uh, you either get with it or you're out. Absolutely, absolutely. And so interesting that you speak about survival, right? It's because many businesses, I mean, small and big businesses have found themselves being in. And you know, to the extent that you're a business that is innovative, a business that is forward thinking um I think those are the businesses that saw themselves being able to to survive these times the the foresight to be able to see where the world is going is really how any business should be run. So it's not a nice-to-have anymore. It's a necessity.
0: It certainly is. But let's talk now about the program that you have put together called Yabasadi, which means for women in in Setswana. What exactly is the program? Well, it's titled For Women, so I suppose it is for women.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So Yaba Sadi is really an effort by Simul and JP Morgan to, to bring women more central to this discourse on 4IR and technology and digitization. And a lot of women who... We know that most businesses are started off by women in our country. You know, at a micro level, most businesses are owned by women. But as we start becoming more sophisticated, all of a sudden we see... And keep it. and so with the other side, we're saying, you know, women are creating businesses, but to the extent can integrate um, technology or digital um, platforms or digital systems into the way they offer their products or the way they run their businesses, um, this can be enabler for them to be able. Pete.
0: Kwezi, my, um, with Kwezi, my sincerest apologies. I'm going to ask that we try and get you on a better line because, you know, a few of your words are actually cutting there. So if we could end our conversation now and uh, our production team will try and get you on a better line. Uh, that's a for Kwezi- uh, she is from the Enterprise Development Manager at Tsimulohong. Uh, we're in conversation now about a really exciting program that they've launched called Yabasadi. And it's a program that is going to help female-owned businesses rather utilize um, technology and really be able to leverage the power of technology, because I do admit it can be very intimidating, especially if you are not initially technologically inclined. All of a sudden, here's the tomorrow of business and you are forced to operate in the tomorrow of business today. And if you really haven't had the technological background and technology hasn't been one of the bedrocks and the spinal cords of your operations you're going to have a couple of problems so what they're doing is they're putting together programs such as this and uh, she's here to tell us more Quizzy, I hope we do have you on a better line now but you were still telling us about uh, Yabasadi yes thank
1: you um so yeah, so as I was saying, um the the program it it aims to bring women more central to the discourse um on four IR. It 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 wants to enable women's businesses to be able to scale through the introduction and adoption of um, sophisticated technology in their businesses through products, through systems, through anything that'll enable um their businesses to be able to scale. So the program is obviously focusing on technology um trying to integrate it into their business. But also, most importantly, is that it's one thing bringing tech into the business. The business itself needs support. So the program will also provide um, incubation for these businesses in order to support their technological transition, ensuring that they are building sound business models that will allow them to scale in the future.
0: Let's break that down uh, for a bit when you talk about, you know, sound business model. And we'll have an opportunity to do that in a minute or so. That's uh, Kwezo Fadut Ganenda talking about Yabasari. It's exactly 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. We'll be right back. Are you a member of a burial society or a stock fell? Do you want your stock fell or your burial society to improve and perhaps even grow? Watch Gizaka on SABC 2 every Tuesday morning at 9.30am and again on Sunday evening at 11pm. See how Gizaka is assisting Stockfells as well as burial societies. To contact Gizaka, send an SMS to 47607. That's 47607. Gizaka, brought to you by SABC Education in partnership with Thai Vision. SABC Education. Enriching minds, enriching lives. Welcome to it. This is Metro FM Talk. I'm Tamingubeni. It's 22 minutes after 8 o'clock. We are in conversation right now with Kwezi Fudu Kanenda. Enterprise Development Manager at Chimulohong. Now, before the break, Kwezi, you were talking about your program. And, well, some of the things that that you've said is that the program comprises of technology training, experiential learning through immersions in industry, and the development of a minimum viable product
1: or an MVP. Won't you break that down for us? Um yes yeah. so so what we're saying is um we'd like the first part of the program to focus very much on immersing uh ladies um into technology having them understand what as well as start thinking of how to integrate the technology into their businesses so as i said i mean they they had to be in here having an idea of how they want to introduce technology into their businesses but they will work with tech coaches not only to help them understand the theory, also the the application thereof. And what we like them to do is to immerse themselves in industry, to be speaking to experts, um, companies already applying solutions um, in 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 industry already. People who've taken products out have them understand what's working, what's not working. Get them to understand best practice. And we believe that by them getting the Theory of the technology, understanding what its potential is for their businesses, understanding what industry is doing. This way they'll be allowed, they'll be able to identify gaps more adequately and they'll be able to build superior solutions in addressing those gaps because that's what entrepreneurs do is they find problems, they see gaps, and we close those gaps. And then the last part of the program, which will be um, between February and August next year, the ladies will actually be immersed in the actual development of a minimum viable product. Now, you know, when we're all developing products, we have an idea of the Rolls Royce that we want to build. But we know that the innovation cycle is such that one has to build quickly, take something out to market, use that to gather data in order to build something even better from that. So we want them to be able to adopt that innovation um, cycle and get a product out to market as soon as possible, because then that, it's developing that and building on that that will help them be able to develop superior solutions that can compete with industry. So we we broke it up in this way because we we didn't want to make it a theoretical process as well, but it's important that um, when entrepreneurs are developing products, they understand very well what market wants, what customers want, what the people that are going to be purchasing this product um, are doing, and also what the ones that are already providing it, what they're not doing right. And we'd like them to, to capture the entire process um, as they're developing the solutions.
0: So how do you select these businesses, Quez, and, and what are you looking for?
1: Yeah, so um, the businesses, we we had to find um, businesses that are already existing, businesses that are already generating revenue, Um, and and the important thing there is that, you know, so many businesses don't survive. Um, When you take somebody who's just got an idea and not already, you know, committed to a business, it's easy for those people to leave the product, I mean, the program, because Bread and butter issues become real issues, um, and and sometimes people drop out because they go and look for a job or they find a job. So we had to ensure that um, these are people that are already committed to to, to business, um, already have products out in their market. But it was important um, in the application process that they show us um, how they already see technology um, enabling their businesses. We didn't expect them to be... Um, tech experts because we do understand that many women, especially women that are not in the tech space already, um, there's a lot that they don't understand. And I think the more we engage with entrepreneurs, the more we realize that people don't understand the technology that enables, but they understand the end product that they can potentially get um, by introducing one or other technology. So we had to ensure that um these women and we we did try and find women who are from underserved communities um as well in in the process um and it was literally us going out to market, reaching out to networks of women's entrepreneurs um and and saying, "Please come through um apply and we had great a great response in terms of people wanting to um come through and be a part of this process. And um, naturally, people were at various stages. So you had people with strict ideas, and you had people with well-established businesses that have been running for many years, but they do understand that they do need to make the transition in order for them to capture new markets and and scale adequately.
0: Kwezi, I'm hearing hearts throughout the nation breaking now when you're talking about the fact that you've already selected uh, all of these individuals. Is this going to be an annual program or are there still vacancies? Are you still accepting applicants now?
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, um, we we have closed um, applications. In fact, the program launched um, yesterday. We had a, a launch event. Um, it was all online with the 12 ladies that are in the program. Um, and uh, our, our hope and our prayer is that other partners would come along. You know, our, our main partner on this is J.P. Morgan, and they have said that, They'd like to be a catalyst for this program. They are hoping that other corporates would come along and ensure that a program like this continues over the years. Um, they were happy to be the guinea pig to try it out so that we can learn the lesson, so that we can make it bigger and better over the, the, the coming years. So definitely conversations with our current partners as well as our other corporate partners are inviting everybody to come along to support um, this kind of program so that it can continue over the years. Because... We know that, you know, if you support a female business, you're not only supporting the business and just those people that are employed there, but you're supporting families, you're supporting communities. So for us, it's very important that this program does continue, particularly because you know of the ripple effect um, of supporting women's businesses. So upon completion of this program, what are the
0: expectations that you have of those who've gone through Yavasadi?
1: So, I mean, at a minimum level, right, Is we'd like to have somebody creating a product. That's, that's our exit uh, point is that one has a product that they can take out to market so that they can start generating additional revenue and also, most importantly, capture data that will help them um, develop further and even bigger. Um, but really, our end goal is that, and as Hong, this Hong, this is how we like to look at the work we do, is that we are supporting... African businesses who are providing solutions to African problems. But these solutions um, can best scale when they've got a global appeal. So we are having conversations, for example, with incubation hubs um, in other parts of the world and ensuring that we become a central uh, player in in the international space of incubation because we want to be able to create opportunities for for markets, for support, for our entrepreneurs, even beyond our borders, even beyond um, Africa. Um Because we do want them to scale beyond, so um you know we always say to people who come through our program that stay in touch, be a part of the community so that we can continue to support you to be able to to access markets um beyond our borders and and beyond even the continent. Yeah.
0: Well, look, all the best for the Yavasadi program, and we certainly look forward to finding out what it is that the women will be doing and how they'll be transforming their businesses, taking them to another level. Is there any way that those who are interested or just curious uh, can find out about the progress of these women as well as the, their
1: companies? So, I mean, we'll be doing a lot to to document their progress over the time, so we'll put it on our social media platforms, Tsmolokong um, Precinct on Facebook and LinkedIn, um IT on Twitter. But we'll also be, you know, on our website we'll be putting everything up. But we also invite everybody to be a part of the Timulokong community. Um, it's just a pity now that, you know, people can't just walk into the precinct because, you know, that's the kind of space we've created, an easygoing space where people can come in, people use it as a co working space. Um And you know people who aren 't even members of Simhong come into the space to engage, and we love people to be a part of us so at this point in time, um you know people can email me if they have specific you know engagements that they'd like to have with the precinct. I'm very open to that um, My email address is crazy at um but also people can literally just walk to our precinct in Brofontine um our reception is very friendly, and you know they can engage with us and you know, not only about this program, but also other support that they'd like to see, um, as well as, um, you know, any other opportunities they'd like to explore for themselves, for their businesses, for any tech solutions that they're thinking about. We love to have those conversations with our people.
0: That's awesome stuff. Kwezi, great chatting to you uh, this evening, and all the best with the Yabasadi program. Really looking forward to seeing what comes out of that.